Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's just start this one by uh, I started talking and Sarah immediately muted me. So that's that's how this recording session is going to go. Welcome to Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. No explanation. Moving on. Anyways, um, we're recording in a really weird order today. And just for the past little while, because apparently we recorded Iron Flame before recording Fourth Wing because we were under the impression that we had already recorded the Fourth Wing episode, which was not true. That was Um, on us because we always save talking about the books until this. And I think we just fully talked about the whole book on FaceTime. It's true. What do you know? There's a reason why we don't do that. <laughs> because even though we're stupid, at least we're self-aware that we're stupid. Um, anywho, do you have a bevy? I got a little cup of coffee Ooh. and a little thing of water. Double fisting. Yeah, I'll send you. Just coffee. Uh, do you have a reason for drinking? Uh, I started classes yesterday oh. um, for my final semester of school. Wow. Ever, maybe. So that's pretty Crazy. wild. Also, we started way early. The 3rd of January. That's everyone else starts on the eighth. Like our entire school starts on the eighth. Even Mm -hmm. some of our profs were unaware that we started so early. (laughs) Because like the the system does not show earlier than the eighth. So even our classes that we registered for say start date eighth. Huh. Um, and then we get an email being like, you start on the third. I was like Okay. Um, and I just happened to fly in uh, on the second, like before knowing. So I assumed if I was flying in early, I was like, oh, I'll have some time to settle in, get ready. And then I flew in and I was like, oh, well, I have class tomorrow. Cool. So. Wow, that sucks. At least you flew in on the second. Imagine if you had flown in on like the seventh or something. Yeah. Um, what can you do? What about you? Uh, I was finally able to afford therapy again, which is exciting. I've been struggling financially throughout the months of November and December after the move and then like my brief unemployment spell that I had while I was looking for a job after moving here. Um, So I haven't had like expendable income. It's been very much like groceries and rent. Uh, and so it's nice to have expendable in- income again and to be able to like do things because I, I was just like full hermit mode for <laughs> granted, at least it was winter. Yeah. It's a good time to be hermit the best mode. time to be hermit mode, but also kind of sucks when you move to a new city and then don't have expendable income. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hat for you. Yeah. And one of the first things I did was book an appointment with my therapist again. I was like, oh, I miss you. <laughs> I'm coming back. <laughs> also, I mean, I, I know I told you this, haven't told the world, but um, it's my champagne birthday this year. So I'm starting to kind of plan a trip to Las Vegas. Um, and I'm very excited about it. I'm I'm looking into more and more things and... It's either way, it's going to be like decently expensive, but I'm I'm figuring out things that'll make it cheaper. Anywho. Yeah, I guess that's why I drink. I'm back in therapy and I am planning a Vegas trip, which is exciting. Uh, 
this book is going to be hard specific do you you have your um kindle obviously but i because i i read this book on quadra with emma i didn't bring sticky notes or anything so i have no notes okay so you're in charge of this one wow this is gonna be a quick episode though (laughs) i think this is gonna be a quick episode anyways also just up top uh i would like to say that this day of i think it's january 14th where we are because we messed up so royally with our recording we will be releasing this episode as well as our predictions for the next book and our iron flame episode all today um yeah um whoops (laughs) (laughs) we never claimed to be um on top of anything i also think because uh we have not released an episode for so long and because we have been historically so bad at remembering to release episode let's just let's just give the content you know what i mean (laughs) you should just put it into one big one don't break it up no that would that would be hell for me i like it broken (laughs) you're like here is a six hour podcast go i don't think anyone would want to listen to that no unless you have a six specifically a six hour road trip that you're doing and want to listen to us for six of those hours no fair enough Anyways, let's just get into it. Um, what about spoiler-free stuff? Um, it is a fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's it's like light fantasy. It has a dystopian vibe to it, a little bit. Yeah, where like obviously there's world building. But it's so condensed into, like, a specific area that there's not much to know. Um, So it doesn't feel as, like, heavy fantasy as some fantasy books are, even though there's dragons. Really? I found, like, the opposite was true, where I found the world building to be, like, very like slow and subtle but like spread throughout the entire book specifically because there's like blurbs above all of the chapters and stuff like that yeah and i think that that contributed to like the world building factor throughout the entire book and like obviously there was like the initial ha here's the world um but i feel like throughout the book there was still little world building like nudges that made it easy like that made me I don't know I liked the way the world building was done in this book yeah it, it was easy like it was a, it's mm-hmm. an easy world to understand mm-hmm. and I just feel like at least when I read fantasy a lot of like the very beginning I'm like Same. I don't know what's happening whereas this book wasn't so much like that so I just think it's like an it's an it's a light fantasy for me I agree. I agree. And it's, um, I really liked it. Um, and I, I really did love this book. Mm-hmm. I, Me too. Because we're filming it out of order, now the way we speak about the first book is clouded <laughs> by our feelings towards the second book. Um, but no, the first book was super good. I it kind of scratched the Akatar itch for me a little bit. Like it I was very invested in these characters and I liked I liked the pace a lot with this book. I think it was it was a fairly fast pace and I was stoked. Like I read this book in a day or two. Um I know you did as well. Like, we crush these bugs. Uh, like, I, I loved it. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say that's spoiler-free. Again, because I don't actually have, like, notes in front of me.
yeah that's all i really really got for you yeah what what would you give it out of 10 i think i'd give it a nine yeah i really liked it i think i would give it like an like an 8.5 that seems about right yeah we need to start like writing things down (laughs) yeah we we really just say whatever we think um Mm. But I think if I were to travel back in time to Sarah, who had just finished this book, I think she would have given it a nine. Yeah, I I agree. It's like a good start. Mm-hmm. I also, this, I'm jumping right into it. I'm sorry. Okay. That's time for spoilers, I guess. Okay, yeah. We're jumping in. This book starts so strong. And my love for the dragons, um, I think, is like what started my love for the first book. Mm -hmm. um it's just right at the beginning where they're like it seems cruel but the first rule of living at i don't know how to pronounce it basgaith i thought it was basgaith that sounds better it does oh my god i tried to type the word connecticut (laughs) in class as someone was looking at my laptop you know, I changed my reason for why I drink. That's actually it. Nothing, nothing is crueler than my inability to spell Connecticut. I don't know how to spell that. I, it was so bad. Like it was, I butchered it to the point where my document did not know how to correct it to actual Connecticut. And then I had to just look at them and be like, yeah, so I don't know how to spell um sorry uh I don't know where I was going with that in in my defense I think French immersion made it worse because then I had to learn we had to learn how to spell like the French words and for me that like the distinction was not strong enough in my brain so then the English and the French spelling now like merge so I put ease on random things that should not have ease um and I would also like to blame the fact that I speak Japanese but they use a completely different alphabet so really I don't think that's an excuse but I'm just putting it out there I can speak another language I am not dumb (laughs) I just don't know how to spell Connecticut um Uh, I also went to French immersion and I don't have the same issues that you do yeah I know that's why I was like can I really blame this no but will I absolutely I'm just smarter than you I well yeah (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think I was very good at spelling before um to quote Nick Miller I do think I used to memorize like I memorized how to spell the words. I was good on tests. I didn't like, I didn't understand like the reasoning words were spelled the way they were. I just knew how to spell them if we were tested on them. Um, So I memorized a bunch of words. Languages have always been more of a strong suit for me. And you were always more of a science guy. Yeah, I can, I can test. That's like, that's all it is. Um, I just, I, I'm bad smelling. This is this is going too far. I'm not that bad at spelling. Um, like I, I can spell. I can write papers. Like, I almost have my law degree. Like, I'm gonna be a lawyer. I'm not that bad. It's just some words sounding it out. You know what? Let's move on. Actually, this makes me sound horrendous. I know how to spell a little. Um, enough to get. Yeah, I don't know how to go past this. So the start of this book, I'm just going to repeat what I said so you can cut that whole thing out. What really started me um, with my interest in this book is like the very beginning where it was like, it seems cruel, but the first rule, stop laughing, <laughs> of living at, I already forgot how you pronounced it, ba- Basgaith. Basgaia, Basgaia. Oh my god, I need to take a minute. Okay, first rule of living at, you know what I'm trying to say. 
is never question a dragon. They tend to cremate anyone they find rude. Um, and so that was the start. And I was like, you know what? This is going to be a good book. I actually can't look at you right now. Yeah, I didn't recover well. Um, I don't I don't know how to move on from Oh my God, my stomach actually hurts. I feel like I just tattled on myself. You <laughs> <laughs> just kept it. I know. I I dug a hole. I made it worse. Um, oh my god! Really, I'm not that bad at spelling. It was just an embarrassing moment in class. I'm gonna I'm gonna step in. I'm gonna step in. I'm gonna make you can stop talking for a second. Thank you. Uh, my favorite part about the way this book started, which I remember, is um the fucking parafet. I think is what it's called. Um, and very, like, immediately we learn that Rebecca Yaros is not afraid to kill off characters, um, because there was a character, I forget his name now, but he was the first person to die in this book, and- Dylan. Dylan, right. And you know what? Rebecca Yaros did a good job, because I cared. It was like- I actually cared, too. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna- I kind of thought, like, I kind of had a hunch he was going to die because he was like, I'm absolutely going to make it home to my girlfriend. You know what I mean? Or my fiance or whatever. So I kind of thought he was going to die eventually. And then he just died. And I was like, oh. Yeah. So it was a very, like, strong start. You were like, we are in this dragon world. People you like are going to die. There it is. Um, Yeah, that that was a surprise. And then... And then you get introduced to Dane. Mm-hmm. I I swear we recorded this already. I feel the deja vu of like asking these questions. Um, how would you feel about Dane? I don't think we recorded this. I think we just spoke about it at length over FaceTime. Also quite possible. Like initially. How'd you feel? Oh, I thought he was such a wiener. I hated him. Right away? Yeah. I not like Not like, there was just a vibe where he was immediately a little too concerned about Violet. Okay, see, I didn't get that. Like, when Violet's sister was like, find him, I was like, oh, who's it gonna be? Um, And then it was Dane, and then he like took her aside and was like trying to make sure she hid her uh, injury to like a not appear weak to everyone else. I was like, oh, he's looking out for. Her. I liked him in the beginning. I was like, this is gonna be a this is gonna be um, someone I care for. Uh, and then you meet kind of at the same time Zayden, and then mm-hmm. I obviously knew that Dane was going to become not the love interest because someone was mean to Violet and I was like oh well here we go <laughs> yeah if someone is m- mean early enough in the book that means that they are the love interest yeah but like a like a good mean you know mm-hmm. not like blatantly unhingedly rude um but like mean banter mean you know I love how you think that Zayden is, like, a light mean, but you didn't, but you thought that, like, Cardin was just gently bullying Jude in The Cruel Prince when he, like, actively tried to kill her immediately and you're like. Okay, so my limit for, like, gently mean is apparently quite flexible. (laughs) Um, I might not understand the word gently, um... Well, I mean, you can't spell, so... I might not know English. Um, I don't know how to read. This seems to be just, like, a really big theme today, is I don't read. Oh, oh yeah, I actually can't get back on the track of your spelling. I can't start that laughing fit again. Oh, my God. Um, no, I know how to spell. It's, it's not a problem. Can we make the title of this book... Yeah, knows how to spell, just to make it really clear. I will. Thank you. I, the, the harder I push at the fact that I know how to spell, it's worse. 
Like as soon as you start like trying to trying to defend yourself, you're like, oh well, it's lost. That's why it's so funny. Uh, it's me being like, I know how to spell. That's gonna be my um. I'm gonna post a picture when I get my like degree. Mm-hmm. It's my only caption. I know how to spell. <laughs> That's going to be on the top of your resume. <laughs> I, special skills, I can spell. I know how to spell. Thank God for words. With like a QR code to this episode. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, you gotta delete all that. <laughs> I will I will cut some out, but I'm keeping a lot in. <laughs> Uh, that would be that would be worse if you actually cut it all out and just titled the the episode "Cat Knows How to Spell." <laughs> it's like, um, oh my god, I did really like the reoccurring theme of like danger in this book. I liked that, like, it was an unsafe, like it was obviously explicitly said that it was an un, un- whoa apparently i don't know how to speak um uh it was explicitly said that it was an unsafe school and i liked that it lived up to the reputation yeah it it was it was a pro and con for me uh the fact that so many people were killed off i appreciated that like it kept you on your toes you really didn't know who was gonna die but I found the author kept killing off characters that you just didn't care enough about. So mm-hmm. they were like irrelevant deaths. You're like, oh, That's this true. random person from class died. And you're like, okay. Yeah, Maybe. I think more people could have almost died. And then it would have had like the same effect. Yeah. Because then you know to be kept on your toes. But then eventually someone dies that you care about. Or at least lightly care about. There was too many side characters that died. Yeah, where I, like, didn't care at all. Or, I like, I didn't even know their names. I was like... It's true. And they would be like, oh, this person died. And I was like, okay. Yeah, it's hard to empathize with Violet when she's like, oh, my God, they're all dying. And you're like, who is that? (laughs) I do love how the episodes of the books that we really like are always going to be super short. And then when we don't like a book, we talk about it for, like, four hours. And it's literally just the same thing. We'll be like, you know what I didn't like? Plot point number one. Oh, I also didn't like plot point number two. Oh my god, but let me talk about plot point number one again. <laughs> like, we just really, yeah. like, we can't let it go. No. And the public hears the edited version. So I'm, it's true. Just imagine how much longer we talked about it. <laughs> I... The Dane line of, like, he is a person of interest for me, no, not for you, uh, to, eh, he is now secondary to Zane. Zane. <laughs> Zayden. Um, I was just thinking of beautiful men, and I went to Zane from One Direction. Um, as you do. As you do. And then to... Just a straight up unlikable character. It's quite fast. It is quite fast. I feel like it was already like. I don't know what it was, but like immediately I just thought he was not not it for me. And I don't know why. Maybe I just like anticipated that he wasn't going to be the love interest or like maybe I was thinking too hard about it. And that's why. It's funny also because both of us immediately liked Zayden. In the first, one of the first things you learn about Zayden is the fact that he killed uh, Violet's brother. And apparently <laughs> both of the, us just like overlooked that and we're like, wow. He's so cute. <laughs> That's pretty unhinged. <laughs> that is pretty unhinged. <laughs> you know what? Murder is a green flag in a book. We've talked about it. Yeah. Red flag in real life, green flag in a book. Something about it. 
I really like this book does give kind of a divergent feel where -hmm. there's like the training um, and then kind of a big accumulation of all that training, I guess, to like get to the dragons. Um, Apparently, I don't know what um, divergent is about because there's no dragons in there. Sorry, um, but I meant the training part, <laughs> not just, like, that, just to remind you up top. Uh, remember when I said it had a dystopian vibe? Divergent, Divergent is a dystopian yeah. book, but like I mean specifically the training part. It's like very similar in that sense. Um, okay, and Violet is not strong, so. I really want an explanation for that. Oh, yeah. I did not. Sarah mentioned this to me of like, well, you can, you can tell it. Violet has this weird issue with like her bones or something or just her body in general. And it's like been treated by that guy who's like the, me- the medic or whatever. Like he has healed her multiple times and there's a specific part in the book where she like trips over a rock or something and like just completely shatters her ankle like there's something wrong with her body and I'm waiting on an explanation yeah I didn't I didn't pick up on that at all you just thought it was normal to break your bones if you trip every once in a while you know it happens (laughs) I I don't know I just like it blew right past me but now like looking back after you told me I was like oh I kind of get that and that's like why Dane is so annoyingly protective and so is like Mira at the beginning and like that's why she's so scared of like because she's already an easy target because of her mom and then also she's super weak so everyone's like oh we're gonna kill her and she's like oh you actually might got a weird bone thing going on yeah i think it's a bone thing i don't know <laughs> neither do i yeah, <laughs> i don't even happening um thrashing for me was like the peak of zayden peak of Zayden and Violet mm. mm-hmm. it, the greatest thing ever so the main comparison between Dane and Zayden is like the rules Dane's yeah. very into the rules and he's like um, <laughs> exactly like that it's written down in the book and Zayden is also he's, he's high up he's mm-hmm. I think they're the same. Yeah. They're the same rank, I think. But just in different... Different wings. Yeah. Okay. Um, But the rules are important to both of them. That's like a plot point. And then when they get to threshing, and Zayden almost breaks the rule, that was the greatest moment for me. Um, And then it comes back later in... uh, Dane and Violet's little little spat. Mm-hmm. I will say another thing that I like I kind of liked about this books in particular but like I was kind of confused by it because I remember reading the book and I was under the impression that the threshing was going to be the end of the book you know like I thought me too just because, just because of like the way it was described in the beginning of the book and like the level of importance that it had I thought it was going to be the end and I like automatically assumed that Violet was going to get a super powerful dragon like obviously that was just you you know you're reading a book the protagonist gets the most powerful dragon right I you know what for part of it I did think uh she was going to get Andarna like the little dragon. Mm-hmm. And I thought that well, was going to so. be it. 
but I like thought so too but i thought andarna was just gonna end up being the most powerful dragon. yeah like later on but i thought yeah. she was gonna start out kind of weak and just like i thought that's how it was gonna go and they were kind of mm-hmm. gonna like build together um mm-hmm. so i was actually surprised when that was not the case yeah i was surprised when she got like a large dragon but i wasn't surprised that she got a dragon that was super powerful and then i was surprised that she got two dragons that was kind yeah. of my like my train of thought. A little roller coaster. Yeah. I was like, oh, it makes sense that she gets a little dragon. And then I was like, oh, but she got a big dragon who's super powerful. I thought she was just going to get the little dragon. And then the little dragon was going to end up being like an absolute powerhouse. And then, oh, I was like, oh, just kidding. She's getting both dragons. Interesting vibe. The This book is like a it's technically a slow burn I think like a, it's like a light slow burn enemies to lovers but also it's kind of fast I don't think it's a slow burn I think it was marketed as a slow burn and I remember hearing that and then like really thinking I was gonna like it and it's I actually not- this is another I I talked like that's one thing that my therapist said as well because she read this book and we were both just like this is not a slow burn yeah it's like they get together, but then they also don't. It's odd. It's like a slow, slow to the relationship, you know? Um, but it's also not enemies to lovers, which is um, our favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, which did make me a little bit sad because it's almost immediate like yes he's mean but also they're attracted to each other and I wish I didn't know that you know I agree or I wish like or you can like say it at the beginning being like or like allude to it when you're like describing the character for the first time because like obviously you're describing it from the character the main character's perspective right so it's like you can describe him as unattract like and then you know you know what I mean it could be subtext yeah, I just like I um they do a fun banter. Oh, I loved the banter between the two of them. And I loved the like the fighting and stuff like that. Like the um when he was training her. Yeah, like was... the actual fighting, not like verbal yeah. fighting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was a mi- like I loved their banter and then I also loved their physical fighting. That was like the highlight for me personally. Yeah, as much as I wish that the slow burn was slow burnier, I really did like Violet's and Zayden's relationship dynamic in this book. And I like that their dragons are also, like, bonded. However, I did not like the dragon sex. I could have gone, that could have been. That was, I didn't need to know that. I did not need to know that. I guess it, like, you know what? No, 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 there's no excuse there was there was no need for that um and i i I just don't like that (laughs) i just don't like that it affects them directly and now i have to know that forever you know what maybe (laughs) yes I was gonna say maybe dragons are real and I secretly have a dragon and then whenever I'm feeling sexually frustrated it's just because my dragon is feeling sexually frustrated and dragons are real. All right. I'll let you have that. Thank you. We're going with it. That's the um the only bright side I can think of from <laughs> that. The dragon sex is my I love Violet for this. Um, when Dane and Violet kiss, and then Dane is the one to be oh, like, yeah. hey, like because of the rules, we can't be together. Like it's not good. And the fact that Violet didn't let it go and didn't let Dane actually have that, I was like, good. You need to tell that man off. Um, and she was clear. She's like, it's not because of the rules. It's because like you have no faith in me she's like I don't like you (laughs) that's the issue um 
And I would have been annoyed if it was anything less. Um, but I actually really like that aspect of Violet. Like, especially because she starts out like a little bit more timid, especially mm-hmm. with Dane. I like the character development between the two of them where she like fully stands up to Dane and is like, no, like this is not because of the rules. It's because you suck. Yeah. No, I really loved Violet's character development in this book. And I also loved the fact that a lot of that character development was like with the help of Zayden or like, I feel like if Zayden wasn't in this book, like it would have, Violet might not have had that same progression, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because, like, every time she was on the cusp of, like, giving up or, like, was feeling really, like, down about herself, Zayden would be like, no, you stupid bitch, like, get it together, (laughs) you know? And I liked that dynamic that even though Violet was super, like, weak and timid at the beginning, he recognized her strengths. Yeah. I also, there's nothing better in a fantasy book when then when um the guy gets very angry um at someone for hurting the girl he likes or the other way around mm-hmm. if, when someone gets mad for someone they like getting hurt i love yeah. that so it happens in this book um although an issue i have uh with myself um <laughs> other than your spelling other than my spelling let's not go there um (laughs) is when authors put in like wording that's vague that they're gonna come back to and it's like a oh it's a surprise specifically in this part where like violet gets attacked in her room Mm -hmm. um and then it, it says then she slammed the door and it doesn't like explain who or like who that was or who attacked or not nothing like that and then I I had to sit with myself and I was like am I supposed to know who this is and I just like I can't find it in like the most recent pages so I'm like who is this and then I can never tell if it's because I'm dumb and I missed it or if it's coming later um it was coming later in this case um but I didn't know that so I just had to sit with that for a little bit but um I did love that because then Zayden runs into the room and he's like, oh yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I loved that part. It's so good. It's so good. And then he's like, are you okay? And then Violet's like, I'm fine. And then Zayden's like, never lie to me. I was like, oh, 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 I love this. Um, Yeah, Zayden. mm -hmm. That's all I need to say, I think. I think that gets the point across. At any point, did you think Zayden was a bad guy? Like like an actual bad guy? Kind of. Not super strongly. Like, I think I wanted to believe that he was a good guy, you know, because he obviously is the love interest in this book, like you can tell. But there were times when he, like the secret meeting or whatever with the other unmarked, yeah where violet was in the tree there was like he was i didn't necessarily think he was entirely a villain per se but i thought he was a little sus and i wouldn't have been surprised if he ended up being a villain and there was also the time later on in the book where like they're no longer on school property and he's meeting up with the like griffin writers or whatever yeah i like there's a part initially like through most of the book I was like obviously Zayden is like being painted as the bad guy in Dane's mind so he's not actually the bad guy but Uh there's a point towards the end of the book where Dane says something to Violet something but like uh Zayden's ulterior motives and then um they do meet the griffin riders and i was like oh my god is zayden the villain like is he actually- no yeah that's the part that i was talking about when yeah, they were- I, yeah. I thought he might i thought maybe dane was right like, i thought maybe dane was right too in that moment 
I questioned it and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be the biggest plot twist of the century. Um, it, Very happy it wasn't though. Yeah, I would have been devastated. I would have been so upset. Because yeah. also I think in that moment too, like I think Violet realized that she was the only non-marked one there. Yeah. So she could have been attacked and yeah, there was something happening. Um, yeah. Also, the war games are so intense. Like, I get the whole point of this. Like, school is like so many people die. I get that, but like, the <laughs> war games is so intense. Um, but when uh, you find out that Dane uses his powers on Violet, this is when you know he's evil. There is, oh my god, Dane goes through it all. He's like, I like him, he's fine, eh, and <laughs> actually bad. <laughs> He has some wild character development in the negatives. I really did not anticipate him being that bad. Like to Violet? No. I I remember I just I really didn't pick up on the fact that he was touching her face. Like at no and I was told what like we were told pretty early on what his signet was. And I didn't, like, I retained the knowledge that that was his signet, but at no point did he touch her face, and I was like, oh my god, he's touching her face. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, literally not at all. <laughs> it didn't occur to me until it. they tell you later. Zayden's like, did he touch your face? And I was like, oh my god. Oh my god, he touched her face. <laughs> did he? <laughs> yeah, foreshadowing. Not for us. Not for us at all. But you know what? That's what I like. I like that I was pleasantly surprised at the end of this book. Well, I guess not so pleasantly because Dane ended up like severely betraying Violet. Yeah, that whole like battle with the Griffins, um, very intense. You finally you see the venom. The venom. Correct. My bad. Uh very intense and you finally get to see and darna um user power which i did not see coming um however in, in like one part of the battle oh, I, I made a note of this so this is this is my view only reading the first book i was like mentally or out loud i'm not sure violet shouts at zayden get over here um because they're like battling and i was like I, you don't have to be rude like this man is also in battle like he is fighting for his life get over here it just seems like if you could spare a minute please help would be a better one just get over here it seems a bit or dangerous. even just i need help yeah just it's it seemed a bit like out of place based on what was happening you know um, what? i get that but otherwise, great battle. And you know who I did not see dying was someone I cared about. I actually didn't cry. I shed one single, like a cool tear, you know? Yeah, my eyes watered, for sure. I don't think I shed a tear. But you know when the eyes start to sting a little yeah. bit? Yeah. had that. It was, you know what got me? When he was like, it's been an honor. That... Oh my god, I love it when that happens. Like, love-hate, obviously, but it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. Liam did not deserve that. I, that might be a hot take. Just kidding, I know it's not a hot take. Everyone loves Liam because he's perfect. But that was... Oh, it was so devastating. Like, I liked the devastation a little bit because as as we both know we like to be hurt a little by the books we read but god i yeah that hurt my feelings for sure and then you have to keep reading as as if it didn't happen like oh, okay um i do then... really like 
go. I do really like how powerful the Venon are. Like, they're scary. And the way I picture them is also, like, very, like, frightening, which I like in this book. I like that there's, like, adequate villain vibes. You know? Like, I hate reading a book where the villain just is kind of, meh. Like a light villain? Yeah. These villains are villain villains. Yeah. Like they're sucking life from the ground. <laughs> and it, it does tie in well, because earlier in the book, Violet talks about, like, reading, uh like, fantasy stories that her dad used to tell her, or, like, books that she used to read. And I was like, where is this going? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need to know about your past. <laughs> Very clearly, yes, I did. That was on me, but it's like brought up several times. And I was like, I don't, why? Um, it's because they're real and it was not. I feel like whenever something doesn't really make sense in a book, for me, I just assume it's foreshadow- foreshadowing or like I assume that it's going to make sense later. You just assume that the author is doing something wrong. <laughs> yes. I'm like, ooh, fairy tales. That's cool. I like Wyvern. I've I I've read books with Wyvern in them, and this is a fun little plot point, even if it doesn't come to play later. Whatever. And you're like, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, is this an irrelevant fun fact? I don't like it. Um, so maybe I need to learn how to be more flexible. Yes. I would yeah. I would argue that you just do. I wouldn't say that you that 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 that's a maybe. <laughs> I would say that that's All right, just thank you. Um based off of in uh foreshadowing in this podcast for the listeners. But in the next episode, Katrina and I have a real a real tiff where Katrina has one way that she thinks a picture can be drawn. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. But artistic license, do what you will. Uh, however, this book, we both thought it was going to end with a threshing. Mm-hmm. It, however, ended in the biggest, biggest shock of my life. Um, my jaw was on the floor. I did no not see it. Did coming. I see this coming? I, like, there was never. I'm like 45% sure there was no foreshadowing for it. I think you should probably lower. Yeah, and I was pretty high, but. That was really high because, again, my therapist read the same book and she saw the ending coming. So I thought. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. Maybe do like a light 10%. But, but I was confident. So. <laughs> But yeah, when when Brennan pops up, I was like, what is happening? I have no idea. Happy, though. I'm happy that it was a surprise. Um, me too. I like I like being shocked when I read. That's like. A- and I like that it kind of ended on a cliffhanger. Oh, my God. Yeah. I am so because now Zayden lied to her about her brother being alive. That's messed up. That's deeply rude. Also, her brother's alive after six years of being dead. Like, that's I don't know. And like, as much as I hate cliffhangers, I love cliffhangers. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of content for the next book that needs to get resolved. I need some explanations for things. And that's all I have. Cool. I honestly can't think of anything that wasn't mentioned. It was a good book. I liked it. Nine out of ten for me. So close to perfect. Yeah. Honestly, you can't go wrong when there's dragons. No, I do love dragons. Anyways, do you have a favorite character? Uh, my favorite character is Zayden. Naturally. Love. Uh, Taryn also love. 
And also Andarna. I love her. Andarna is adorable. Yeah, I just don't think Zayden can really do any wrong for me. Um, yeah. Do you, have a, do you have a favorite quote? Hmm. Oh, yeah. This is part of uh, Zayden and Violet's banter. Because Zayden calls Violet violence. Um, and I think my favorite line is, now earn your nickname and try your best to kill me. Nice. You? I have two, naturally, because I took pictures of them. Um, the first one is more like, like, actually my favorite quote. The second one is just something that I kind of related to. Um, but the first one, hope is a fickle, dangerous thing. It steals your focus and aims it towards the possibilities instead of keeping it where it belongs on the probabilities. My favorite quotes are always so dark. Um, naturally. And then my second one is just, you are not attracted to toxic men. <laughs> you're, you're telling yourself that. You're That's like... me. Well, that was relatable for me, this book. What a book. What a book. A classic fantasy. We love, love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be five books, too. So that's... We got some content. It's great. Can't, can't read to read. Whoa. Can't read. Whoa. Can't wait to read the next one, is what I was trying to say. It's been a long day. Yes. Yep. Um, if you want to follow us on, or do you have anything else to add? Nope. Nice. If you want to follow us on social media, we have an Instagram at bookbevies and a email for longer email inquiries, bookbevies at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye. Bye.